so if you saw our um, new EWTN show that we're hosting here from the Shrine of Divine Mercy called Living Divine Mercy, it's on every Wednesday at 6.30. We invite you to join us. It's only half an hour. But the last two episodes and the episode coming up this week are involved or about what we are now in the midst of in our church year. After Easter and Christmas, this is the most important part of the entire year. And this is something that's a tradition that goes all the way back to before Christianity and the Jews and the tradition of praying for the faithful departed and our obligation, not just something nice. We're entering in the next three days to something that's very sacred and holy, hallowed. And that's what we call All Hallows Tide. That is the next three days. And let me start with the middle one, which tomorrow is a very important day called All Saints Day, which means we honor all those in heaven. Instead of throughout the whole church calendar, we honor those saints who have feast days. So particular saints have particular feast days. But what about all the people in heaven like your mom or dad or grandma or grandpa who don't have feast days because they're not canonized, if they're in heaven, which we pray, they are still saints. So on All Saints Day, which is tomorrow, November 1st, we honor them. We honor all those who don't have official canonization. They're still saints. And so the church gives this day to honor them. Hopefully our relatives are amongst them and our friends. And so we normally have this as a holy day of obligation. It's a very important day. But in many dioceses, you have to check yours, but in most dioceses, because it falls on a Monday, it's not officially a holy day of obligation. Now, let's not be minimalists. Let's try to make it to Mass, if possible, tomorrow. But you're not under the penalty of sin if you cannot. But you're full of grace if you can. So think about that tomorrow. Now, that is November 1st. Now, the second day, or November 2nd, is a day we honor all the souls that have also died, but haven't quite made it to heaven. We are calling this All Souls Day. This is November 2nd, and this is a day we honor those souls being purified. Now, those souls in purgatory, are they saints? Huh. Actually, they're on their way. They are, because they've already received their eternal reward. They're just being purified or detached from any worthy things, but they are considered saints in a way. <clears throat> now, if November 1st is All Saints Day and November 2nd is All Souls Day, which one did I say is the holy day of obligation, November 1st? That's tomorrow. So what do you always do in our Catholic tradition? We celebrate the vigil of that. So the vigil of All Souls Day or All Hallows Day means holy. The vigil is All Hallows Eve. That is Halloween. And so, so many people have a huge misunderstanding. Yes, nobody's going to deny that evil hasn't taken and hijacked this day, but that doesn't mean we should abandon it. This is the vigil of the, one of the most holiest days in our church year, All Saints Day, All Hallows Day, holy meaning hallowed, and all hallowed, 
All Holy Day, All Saints Day celebrates always when we have a special day, we celebrate the vigil. So the vigil of All Holies Day is All Hallows Eve or Halloween. So should Catholics celebrate it? Should we Catholics celebrate or participate in Halloween? Well, if you saw the EWTN show last Wednesday, I did explain this. So I would like to kind of give you a recap in case you missed it. Um, as we said, this is very important. Um, if we, and oh, by the way, these three days that I just described, we refer to as All Hallows Tide. This is the three days that we just talked about. It's a time dedicated to remembering the dead. Now, Halloween then, the vigil of All Saints Day, is not a pagan holiday. Please understand that. It's not a pagan event, but a Christian celebration that is actually thir over 1,300 years old. Again, nobody's going to deny that evil things don't happen on this night, and we shouldn't participate in that. So when I say, should you participate in Halloween, of course I'm not talking about the evil or the crimes or things like that, or devil worship or the occult that happens on this night. No, tonight is Halloween. Let's make it in honor of what it was intended to be, the vigil of All Saints Day, a very holy day. Yes, some Halloween traditions absolutely originated from pagan rituals like uh, the Celtic harvest festivals. These have some pagan roots, there's no question. Um, it does have Celtic elements like bonfires and carving turnips. I mentioned this on the EWTN show. Those do have some pagan roots. In Celtic mythology, apples, they represented the eternal life. And on Halloween, we, they represent immortality. So Halloween, we bob for apples. So yes, somebody could point and say, oh, you're pagan. Um, a lot of fundamentalists, fundamentalist Protestants have said this, but we got to look again deeper here. Um, just because we have a day that the pagans have twisted doesn't mean we're pagan. Okay, that's, that's the message here. But anyway, it's the same with Christmas tree. Christmas tree came from pre-Christian German traditions, but yet it's not a pagan symbol. It's been hijacked. The rainbow, the rainbow, sorry, is not a symbol of the twisting of the marriage of God and turning in our gift of sexuality, uh, switching it. It doesn't represent, the, the rainbow does not represent um, same-sex um, uh, celebrations. The rainbow represents the covenant of God after Noah brought a new creation, or through Noah, God cleansed the world. Now, this whole celebration, most people will say, we are pagan, celebrating Halloween. And again, I'm not saying celebrate Halloween the way the secular world celebrates it. Like I said, with Ouija boards or seances or palm readings. When we say celebrate Halloween, we are not talking about that. We're talking about celebrating the vigil of a holy day of obligation and honoring the saints, the saints, those people who are in heaven. Now, it came from a feast called Sowen which was normally celebrated at the end of the summer during the harvest, beginning of winter, and it was fitting because this was the time of dying in nature. The crops were dying. Um, it's just a time the winter's coming, and so that's when they celebrated it. 
But Halloween began totally separate from that. It happened to be at the same time, but again, that doesn't make it that we adopted a pagan festival. No, Gregory III, there is no evidence that he was even aware of this pagan feast when he instituted All Saints Day and its vigil Halloween. All right, but what about things, Father, like ghosts and demons? Please stay tuned. I'm going to be doing in the next couple of weeks a whole Saturday talk on ghosts and demons. Um, ghosts, do they believe that the church, does the church teach ghosts exist? Yes, but evil spirits or good spirits could be allowed to roam the earth. Most of the time what we see as ghosts are souls and that God allows from purgatory to come and ask us for prayers. If you saw the movie that was in the movie theaters the last couple uh, or last week for a couple days called Purgatory, you'll see that. Now, what about this? Yes, this is rooted in Catholic teaching too. Ghosts are father? Yes. Christians believed, Christians, not pagans, Christians believed that at certain times of the year, especially Christmas and even All Hallows Tide, the veil, you know, right now we don't see heaven, we don't see purgatory, we don't see hell. St. Faustina did with the special grace of God. The veil was lifted and she saw it. But if you get up today and you go out to your car, you're not going to see heaven, hell, or purgatory. We have a veil. But Christians believed on this one day that veil was lifted and the people could see the souls the souls in purgatory, and that even the souls in hell, the demons could be seen. Now, this is where the tradition of trick-or-treat came from. Trick-or-treat, right? And it was funny because uh, when I was in high school, my senior year, our football team made the um, high school state playoffs, and we had practice on Halloween. We had to walk almost a mile to the football practice field. I know, yeah, I had to walk a mile up the hill, Father, right? In the middle of the snowstorm. No, no, no. But we did have to walk almost a mile to our practice field every day. And our coach was just working us on Halloween. And back when I was a senior, I remember. And we were just covered with mud. It was rainy. We were sweaty. And all the kids, as we were walking back to the school, were out in their trick-or-treat uniforms. And we were walking around and... and uh, we were, we were seeing these kids and they're running by and we're walking back to the school and a couple friends and my football players and I and my classmates decided that we were gonna take our helmets, overturn them and we started knocking on doors and dressed in our football uniforms and one of the guys answered the door, he goes, gee, trick-or-treaters are getting older every year <laughs> as we're sitting there with our helmets. But, but the, the point of this was the fact that uh, trick-or-treat that came from something called souling. Souling was a custom that kids would go to doors, right? And they would say, we'll pray for your dead loved ones if you give us these soul cakes. Soul cakes were little treats that were to eat that these kids would go and say, trick or treat, and it was a soul cake that they would get in honor of praying for the loved ones of the house. So children would go door to door, guess what? On All Hallows Tide, this time of the year, collecting soul cakes and praying for the dead of their relatives. How about jack-o'-lanterns? 
jack-o'-lanterns originally represented the souls of the dead. And they would also, you know, these were, these were lit because the light was to guide these souls on their journey to heaven. And on Halloween, again, the vigil of All Saints Day, in medieval Europe, fires were lit to deflect the souls from haunting Christians. And in fact, in France, they believed once a year on Halloween that the dead of the churchyards would rise for a carnival. And so people dressed up as corpses to join them, and this was the origin of the Halloween costume party. This was not pagan. These were Christians attempting to join their faithful departed with them. On pagan, or, you know, a lot of times the pagan practice of dressing up in disguise, that even was interesting because it was dressed up. People, why did people dress up in disguise? Why did you disguise yourself? So the evil spirits couldn't recognize you. So that when the evil spirits came to torment you, they wouldn't know, well, gee, which one's Father Chris? <laughs> He's in disguise. So you see, you got to know the deeper thing here. Somebody sent me an, a comment saying, Father, you need to listen to the exorcist. How could you say such a thing? This was after they had watched the EWTN show we just did on Halloween. And they said, you're not listening to the exorcist. Well, actually, I quoted an exorcist on that program. Father Gabriel Amorth, one of the most well-known exorcists. And he says, there is no harm in allowing your children to celebrate the vigil of a holy day, Halloween, as long as you keep it in perspective. Don't have them dressing up as witches and then going and placing curses on people. Of course not. But if they want to dress up as a saint or a football player and, and go out with their friends, he says, there's no harm in that as long as we keep it in perspective. So many, many of us hear that it's pagan and that it's evil, but it's actually anti-Catholic. Halloween, the suppression of it, is actually anti-Catholic. Why? In England, All Saints Day and its vigil, Halloween, were banned. They were banned because they claimed that the Catholic doctrine of purgatory was Babylonian worship of the dead. And that's why they banned not only All Saints Day, but its vigil, Halloween. So Halloween, not celebrating it, is actually anti-Catholic. Again, please, I know I'm going to get the letters. When I say celebrate Halloween, I don't mean go to an Ouija board, go to a fortune teller, uh, egg houses, vandalize, uh, sacrifice animals. This is not what we're talking about. That is wrong. That is pagan. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. So this is important. So All Hallows' Eve, Halloween, was redefined without the doctrine of purgatory. So instead of ghosts being souls from purgatory asking for prayer, they were thought to only be evil spirits, demons. So they banned it. 
So it was banned, and even the Celtic peasant customs associated with it were outlawed. Now, this was in medieval Europe. Puritans, when they came to the United States, they outlawed both Christmas and Halloween. How could you ban Christmas? But the Puritans did. They banned Christmas and Halloween because they said they were times for the dead. And this was Babylonian worship of the dead. No, this is tradition that goes back to the earliest Christians. So, finally, in Maryland, Catholic colonial uh, settlers in Maryland, they recognized that all Hallows' Eve should be recognized, and they put it in their church calendars. So the first Catholic settlers came to Maryland, Mary's land, put it on the calendar. Finally, German Catholics, they came and revived Christmas. Irish Catholics came and they revived Halloween. So if you don't like Halloween, you could say, why did the Irish Catholics bring it back? Satanists and Wiccans, yeah, hogwash. They created a false belief that Halloween is their festival. And so even anti-Catholics, there's a, a person named Jack Chick. He's an anti-Catholic fundamentalist. And he led a charge in the 1980s that started many rumors. And I'll bet you, you Catholics hear these and you believe them, but be careful. He said Halloween is Satan's birthday. Come on. There's no birthday celebrated on our calendar of Satan, of course. And he said that there's all kinds, millions of examples of razor blades and candy. This is actually proven to be very false. There were very few cases of razor blades found in candy, and sadly, almost all of them were family of the children. That's, that's horrible. But we have to know the truth. Virtually all of the few known candy poisoning happened to involve, as I said, the parents or the family. So there's also an urban legend that Pope Benedict XVI said not to be involved at all in any way on Halloween, the vigil of All Saints Day. False. Very, very false. So finally, by the 1990s, many Catholics, unaware of the true Christian roots, banned any kind of recognition. Now again, not celebrating it in honor of demons and witches, Celebrating it in honor of the vigil of a holy day. That's what we're referring to here. If you are worried, and you should be as a good parent, tonight for your children, first pray for them. We need to pray that there's safety and, 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 and a good honor of their faithful departed on this night. Popular Catholic alternative is all saints' parties, where kids dress up. If you saw our EWTN show, you'll see some of the cutest picture. Um, of little kids. And these were our Marian helpers who sent them in. These were just not off the internet. If you saw our show, you'll see the cutest little kids dressed up as little saints. And um, my favorite one is the one from the Philippines of the, the little boy dressed as Jesus and the little girl in the nun's outfit dressed as St. Faustina. Beautiful. So anyway, um, we asked for pictures on our Facebook page and our YouTube channels or our uh, Instagram, and people sent in pictures of their children dressing up as saints. So all over the country, all over the world tonight, people gather and they honor the saints and they have all saints parties celebrating in the memory of the dead and praying for them to get to heaven. How is that a bad thing? It's not. Keeping it in perspective, staying away from the evil side. So finally, 
It's really an attempt to just Christianize an already Christian day. This is a vigil of a Christian feast. So we have to keep things in perspective because remember, and I can't stress this enough, for the first time ever, a survey of students showed that they believe that the power of evil is equal to or greater than the power of good. Mm-mm. Satan is not equal in the opposite direction to God. Evil is not equal to the power of good. So tonight, let us pray for safety. Celebrate the good, not the evil. Celebrate our faithful departed. Pray for them. Get them into heaven. Not invoking the dead or demonic spirits or witches or, or evil spirits. Again, all in perspective. So for this next three days, if you have any intentions, let us know. We'll pray for your faithful departed. We'll pray for your loved ones. You pray for us. But most of all, a charism of the Marian fathers is to honor those souls who are in need of our prayers. And it starts today. So praise be God that we're Catholic, and this is just one of the many reasons why. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.